0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast.
1: Good day, boys and girls, and welcome back, or welcome to, or back, or whatever, to the Real Film Nerds Podcast without Magic 99.1 leaves a live segment at the end. I'm sorry for those of you who are just finding out about that. It was wonderful while it lasted, but Mike, we're celebrating... Because yesterday, Valentine's Day, was the Real Film Nerds anniversary. Mike, how many years have we been doing this slop? Oh,
2: man. You know, it's, it's been a long time, Matt, but it's been five years, dude. Five years. Did you ever think that when I, I, I started as a guest speaker that I would be still here?
1: No, because I figured you would have quit by now because of your anger towards me and how much time I take you away from your family. Thirty minutes a week, it's a son of a bitch. I know.
2: Yeah, man. It's it's
1: it's hard. It's really hard. So, all right, Mike. Uh the podcast, five years, Real Film Nerds podcast. We're not doing anything. We're just announcing it. But uh our podcast is now older than all of my relationships. How does that feel?
2: Whoa, dude. Um, I don't know why you had to bring that up, but uh, I guess since we're talking about it, how long was your longest relationship, Matt?
1: Actually, I think it was right at five years, something like that. I don't remember. Dude, you don't remember, and you just said it's the longest <laughs> It was around five years. I don't know. It was uh, the softball coach. That was the longest.
2: Ah, Owl My Balls. Got it.
1: Ow My Balls? What? <laughs> she didn't remove them.
2: No, dude, but she said she was a little fidgety when she's sleeping, and you got kicked in the junk a lot.
1: Oh yeah, that's fucking true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. When we, she would roll over, and sometimes she would knee me in the nuts. And she was a very tall lady. She was six foot tall, so I'm six four, so she's not that much shorter than me. And her knee was right where the fuck it should be. And I'm pretty sure that's where my third testicle came from. It was up inside and she hit me so hard it fell out.
2: <laughs> wow. all right. Well, I didn't even know you had a third testicle. I, mean, I was kind of thinking like maybe she kicked you so hard that she split one and two by like and it just it stayed alive or something. I
1: don't know. Close. Close. but no, no. I think it was inside. Maybe one did split in two. but I mean, he is kind of tall. We call small. We call him tiny Tim.
2: Tiny Tim. All right, what what are the other uh, names of of your testicles, Matt? (laughs) Since we're on that topic,
1: what goes on along with Tiny Tim? Ebenezer Scrooge? No, that's the penis.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you just bah humbug. Bah humbug. Yep. Is is that is that your
1: code? You're like, hey, honey, bah humbug. Yep, yep. It's cold. (laughs) He's it's cold outside. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. This is getting terrible, Mike. We're here to talk about movies, but that's a hell of an intro, you know, talking about my third nuts and my Ebenezer Scrooge cock. So, all right, Mike, uh, episode number 310 of The Real Film Nerds, we went and watched the M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie, Knock at the Cabin. Uh, Mike dude you're like holding back a laugh i could tell are you gonna like relate like well well, i i I
2: didn't i didn't want to distract anymore man it's it's, oh please we're, we're struggling we're struggling so let's just get to the part where we talk about the movie
1: no i wanted no i was trying to figure out how you're gonna tie like my cock and balls to like this movie i figure you're gonna be like something you had something brewing i could see it i saw it in your eyes
2: well yeah, it had to do with the, we were just talking about your ding dong and and shamalong ding dong and, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, I like it. I like <laughs> it. My ding So, enough talking about my ding dong. It's to, time to talk about shamalama ding dong. Yeah?
2: Yeah, that's a go. good segue.
1: I'm yeah. going to have to edit that. No, I'm not going to edit it. Fuck that. Okay, all right. Mike, all right. go ahead. Give us a breakdown for Real Villains episode number 310.
2: All right. Number 310. Knock at the cabin. This movie was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. It was written by M. Night Shyamalan, Steve Desmond, uh, Michael Sherman, and it's based on The Cabin at the End of the World, uh, which was a book uh, by Paul Tremblay. This movie is uh, starring Dave Bautista, Jonathan Groff, Rupert uh, Grint, Nikki Amuka Bird, Ben Aldridge, And Kristen Chi. And while vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse.
1: Good job, Mike. You did it without talking about ding-dongs. I did. I did. It was hard, though. Are you sure it wasn't soft?
2: She said yeah oh man it just it just keeps going on forever just lots of penis jokes around today
1: yeah yeah so uh real film nerds episode number 310 five-year anniversary episode it's all dick jokes (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm gonna call it i'm not even gonna call it knock at the cabin i'm just gonna call it all dick jokes
2: all dick jokes okay
1: no i'm not gonna do that okay mike do you want to go first about your first impressions or do you want me to Um. Okay, I'll go first. Uh I I
2: kind of I don't know what to think about this movie. It yeah. It it kind of gets you thinking about some stuff, but it it I don't know. It's it's also kind of weird, and I don't know. Eh, it this this movie was uh I, uh, I don't I wouldn't say. I feel like you know the whole movie by watching the trailer, uh, and and you go see it to just kind of see how it plays out. And I mean, some stuff happens, but I don't know, man. I don't know. It was, I don't know how to put it into words. It's it's it. It was okay, but I don't know if I liked it.
1: All right, so it's gonna be one of those episodes, Mike.
2: I think so, dude. I think I I think it is gonna be one of those episodes.
1: Because I freaking loved Knock at the Cabin. I thought it was great. Of course you did. What? Why, would, <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> dude, I thought it was awesome. It reminded me very much of like a play. Uh, we got to see Dave Bautista's real range. I mean, dude, I think he, I don't want to compare him to The Rock, but he has some real dramatic range. He does a great job in this movie. Uh, got kind of, how am I can how, how can I say this without spoiling it? Um, thrown off guard, thrown off guard by his character. I will go with that. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was good. I don't think it was like absolutely incredible, but uh, M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong did things that I did not expect him to do. Uh, I think the cinematography on this was just absolutely amazing. It was shot 100 percent on film. Uh, you could tell it just it's gorgeous. It's very pretty. He shot it very well. I I really liked it. I I think it was almost a complete package. Almost.
2: Wow, man. Yeah. I well. I guess. <laughs> I guess uh, we definitely gonna differ on opinions on this one. I to me it was just. It, it was okay. It was okay. I I mean, it it was shot well, but. <sighs> I don't know. I it's the story that I've been struggling with, man. I I don't know. Really, just, I, uh, I
1: I enjoyed the story. I thought the story was okay. I'm not going to say it was absolutely incredible, but I thought it was decent. I liked it. How's that?
2: Okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine, dude. Um, y- You know, uh, Dave Batista was awesome. Like, his character was really cool. Uh, what a different role. Like, it, mu- it must have been kind of cool to uh, get an offer for this movie. And they probably filmed this a long time ago. I, I don't know. Like, I wonder if this movie's just been sitting on the shelf and they've been waiting to release it or I don't, I don't know, because it seems like you could have filmed this at any time, like, and then just release it whenever, like, um, being that it's released in February, do you think they didn't think it was going to do very well? And that's why they, they released it now.
1: Or maybe they were hoping it was going to bring people back and give their box office numbers a little bit of a bump,
2: which I guess it it did. I mean, it, it did okay for the first uh, two weekends. Uh, I think this last weekend, it was uh, Magic Mike, the Return or something. Magic Mike th- number three, Revenge of Magic Mike, the the like stripper dancer movie with with um. Uh, what's his face um channing tatum yeah channing tatum
1: yeah well and i know you really wanted to see that instead but it was my pick mike no flaccid penis none
2: yeah yeah well we, we still got to figure out a way that we can get your your mom back on the podcast so so we can have the cookie rating and 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 also we can watch uh 80 for brady
1: yeah, well, she already watched it. She liked it a lot. But uh, I, I'm i wrong. You're the one that picked Knock at the Cabin. I picked this week's. And this week's is very easy to predict on what we're going to review. But we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, but Mike, you picked Knock at the Cabin. Uh, but no, I'm trying to figure out the shit with my mom. I'm going to try and do it this week. If it works, it'll be at the end of the podcast. It'll be... Uh, uh, Movie, I don't know what did what did we decide on the title? It's like uh, movie minutes with Ma Hinchar or something like that. Oh
2: yeah, it's like Cookie Time or something.
1: You wanted like... you wanted movie Cookie Time or something? I don't know. I'm thinking uh, minutes with Ma Hinchar or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna figure it out somehow. And uh, if I can figure it out this week, it'll be at the end because she did see Cab Cabin of the Woods. Knock at the cabin directed by M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. She also saw 80 for Brady. Maybe we'll talk about both. I don't know. But, uh, Mike, uh, uh, I think it's getting to our time so we can start talking about the movie without spoiling it because you know how M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movies are. Lots of twists and turns and spoilers.
2: Right, right. Okay. All right. Um, So, Matt, uh, what have you been drinking this fine morning, evening, or afternoon?
1: (laughs) (sighs) Ah. Well, Mike, I like to drink my final Sam Adams Oktoberfest in the morning. It's not my final. I actually still have another 12-pack.
2: Oh, man. Nice, dude. Nice. I'm making them yeah, last. It, making yeah, them it, last. It, yeah, yeah. They'll still be fine. They'll be fine. You can. I mean, what's a better way to celebrate March than drinking a fall beer?
1: Um, We're not in March yet. It's February.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, well. I figured the twelve pack will last you through March, but maybe not.
1: That's true. It might. Um, maybe I'll have one on St. Patrick's Day instead of uh, Irish Red.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. What What do you usually drink on St. Patrick's Day? Just Irish, like like Killians or something, or what do you What do you drink?
1: Well, I do the bar hopping thing usually around downtown. The whiskey bar off not off road. A whiskey row, bar hopping, St. Patrick's Day thing. And it's always like Bud Light with like food coloring in it.
2: Oh, nice! Goes and goes right shots through, of Jameson, yeah.
1: of course. Oh, all obviously. right,
2: there you go. Now you redeemed yourself.
1: Woo! Well, I gotta have the a little Jameson here and there because if I am gonna be, you know, having to go to like ten bars, sometimes you gotta have a beer, sometimes you gotta have a shot. Depends on how quickly you want to get to the next bar.
2: Ah, gotcha. Yep. That makes sense, Matt. So is that like a pub crawl type yes. thing that they do every do yeah. every year and it whiskey whiskey row?
1: Yeah, whiskey row pub crawl, I believe is what they call it. Yeah, it's big. And then you get a t shirt that doesn't fit you if you're six foot four at the end.
2: Oh, okay. All right. I'll expect that. I'll expect a shirt that doesn't fit me. And if they give me one that fits me, I'm gonna throw it back in their face.
1: Dude, do you want me to mail my mail you mine? It probably will fit you. I still have it.
2: No no i'm it's am fine, dude.
1: It's a large. I'll just send it to you, Mike.
2: A large is small
1: you can oh, wear I'm, a large I'm, Mike, come on
2: I'm a little bit bigger than the large.
1: Just go purge and then you'll be fine.
2: <laughs> I'll go watch the movie the Purge
1: okay so what what are you drinking then Mike?
2: uh I'm drinking uh, a blue point orange imperial again
1: two for two orange Imperial. The orange beer that's very full of alcohol. Oh, he's pulling up the can. He's showing it. No, no, he's not getting the can. He's getting his favorite segment. He's trying to flip through the book. Find the joke. Is it Post-it noted? I'm going with yes. Here we go. All right. Mike, your favorite segment. What is this week's Amazing Dad Joke?
2: I got dad jokes, I don't think they understand though. No. gotta think I'm funny, other people Never laugh though, dad jokes What is the chemical value of a policeman's Overtime pay?
1: Um, I was going with something with donuts, but I don't know if that's a dad joke Copper nitrate That's like a nerd dad joke
2: That is a pretty nerdy one
1: Alright, alright Well, I I I would say It's funny, but it's just kind of nerdy So, Mike, uh, this one should be real easy so we can move on and start spoiling Knock at the Cabin. Mike, how does uh, Knock at the Cabin relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: Dude, I actually got this one. (laughs) Woo! Uh, I I paid attention to all the characters in the movie, and uh, one of the main characters is played by Dave Batista, who you might know as Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy Volumes 1 and 2, and and also uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, and... um, avengers endgame so he's been in several of uh the marvel cinematic universe movies uh, avengers infinity war so
1: guardians of anyway. the galaxy holiday special
2: <laughs> oh yeah there is a holiday
1: special you didn't watch that no dude, no i didn't really dude dude it's streaming on disney plus it's not even an hour i think it's 45 minutes Dude, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to do anything. Oh, excuses, excuses, Mike. It's only 45 minutes. The kids will love it. Dave Bautista is the main character in it. It's hilarious.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll I'll see if I can try and do it. I don't know if the kids will love it, but we'll, we'll see what we can do.
1: Yeah, it might scare them. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Mike can report back. So, oh, okay. he, he's going down. We're losing him. Folks, we're losing him. He's lying down on the ground now. Uh oh. Uh oh. So now we're getting tired, Mike. Here we go. All right. So that means we're now in the spoiler section. So if you want to see Knock at the Cabin and not have it spoiled, uh now's your time to stop listening because just like all M night Shyamalan movies, there's lots of things. So okay, Mike, ready, set, go.
2: All right, Matt. I'm I'm gonna ask you an interesting question. And see what you think.
1: I try not what to what do you th- what? <laughs>
2: yeah i know i know that's that that that, that really should be your life motto I try not to think yep um but the um the parents of the the daughter at the cabin the the two dads do you think that had any kind of uh, hidden meaning in this movie
1: uh, as in like like woke meaning and all that shit, or you just think it, it's a little more elaborate than if it was a man and a woman?
2: Um, No, I think, uh, I just, I don't know if there was supposed to be anything to that or if it's just trying
1: to, I don't know. I think the thing that might be a little hidden meaning, but I don't know if it's so much hidden, is that I think the decision that they have to make is a lot more difficult because let's say if it's a husband and wife you know the husband all day long if he's not a pussy is going to step up and be like nope go ahead take me out you guys live your life where it's two men and their adopted child it's a completely different dynamic
2: all right i agree i agree that's i i just didn't know like if if you thought anything but uh yeah this movie uh i mean i guess I,
1: I i didn't feel like this movie had too much of a twist really well that's what i thought was very interesting is that there's no twist at all at all yeah. m night Shyamalan always has huge twists at the end and there is no twist like whatsoever like for instance mike did you ever watch old came out what was that 21
2: uh i think it was like uh or was, was it 20- two years ago
1: yeah, I think it was 21. Yeah, it was 21. Yeah, I think it was 21, yeah. Did you watch old? No, I didn't get to see it. it was, I watched on HBO Max, and there's a huge twist, just like all of them, that he's done that I've seen at the end that makes the whole thing go, wow, okay, that's really fucking crazy. In this, there's no twist. Like, what the trailer is, is the movie. Like, it's literally people saying, you have to kill someone. You have to decide between the three of you who dies to be able to save the planet. That's literally what it is. There's no, oh, well, this was like a game show or this was like, you know, some kind of shit where people are watching and betting on Earth. No, this was like straight up the apocalypse. And if you didn't do it, the Earth was fucked. I I thought that was really interesting and bold of M. Night Shyamalan because he doesn't do shit like that
2: yeah yeah you're right no uh like that that that's the thing that was unique to this movie i'll say is that it wasn't it didn't have a twist matt i don't know if you you caught this i didn't really catch it until i was reading some stuff afterwards did you see the four four uh people that showed up as the cabin as like the four horsemen
1: yeah well they talked about it that actually in the movie that they were the four horsemen of the apocalypse how you know one was caring and one was death and I thought it was, oh, guidance, guidance, death, uh, strength. uh, Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. That's one of the reasons why I really liked this movie is because their take on the apocalypse and the four horsemen of the apocalypse was literally these four people that don't know each other, have all these different personality traits, and it represents the four horsemen. I mean, you never think of it like that. Because people literally think of people riding horses in the sky coming down. It, it's very different. Like in um, the comic book world, you know, uh, they have the four horsemen analogy in that with apocalypse and all that. And I find it very interesting how it's just four normal people that are there actually trying to guide and help them save the world. And it literally takes all of them dying for them to. Save the world.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess all of the characters were, like, normal people. So that was was kind of an interesting, like, I guess, uh, profile or, you know, they're just normal people. They tell you, like, what they did for, like, their jobs and stuff. And, like, I don't know. It was just that it was a strange situation. Very strange.
1: Well, and Dave Bautista's character, being a second-grade teacher – And a youth basketball coach, I just loved it because he came off, he did a great job, in my opinion, of being soft-spoken and caring and trying to get to know the girl and all that stuff long before they even set foot inside the cabin because that's kind of who he was. He's sure the horseman that he was supposed to be, I believe, was strength just because how freaking big he is. But he's been dealing with children as – his profession forever that's clearly what he loves you don't go into teaching because you're a millionaire you do it because you love it and it shows in his character for this film
2: yeah yeah no you you definitely don't go into teaching if you're a millionaire
1: no to become a millionaire you know what i mean but it's not for the money you do it because you love it and clearly he loved it and he was trying to show them and help them and be like you know when you have to understand we're not doing this because you know, we want your daddies to hurt themselves. We're doing this because we're trying to save the world and it's happening. Dude, big shout out to her. Uh Kristen uh Chi, I think is how you pronounce her last name. First role ever, first movie ever. She did a very good job for being so young. Fantastic. Oh
2: yeah, man. She did she did do a really good job. It was it was uh it was I think all the acting in this movie was good. All of it
1: yeah the the two highlights for me cinematography is number one acting is number two i think everybody did great i mean even uh who is it abby quinn the lady that plays the mom you know and she's the one that's supposed to be the horseman of compassion and caring and love yeah 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 she i thought did a fantastic job because she's literally like having to sacrifice herself for her child is what she does basically
2: oh yeah no she definitely did
1: and then uh who is it um the the two uh husbands yeah they did really really good really fantastic
2: yeah i think this movie so i saw a m night shallama movie a little while back maybe 25th uh 20
1: oh lord 18 oh i'm trying to Get think those of, gears going mike what movie yeah, was it yeah. just say it what movie was it um oh i'm
2: trying to remember the name of it too now uh it was the it was the kids they they were going on vacation to see grandma and grandpa
1: oh yes that's the one i didn't see yeah you were talking about that one that one didn't really get a whole lot of traction or buzz or anything
2: oh but it was good dude i liked it was it
1: really good yeah
2: i really liked that one um i there there was a twist but it was good. It was a good
1: movie. Well, quick, Mike, Google it. We still have time. We still have time. We have like five minutes left. Let's go. What movie okay, is it's it? It's called The Visit. The Visit. The Visit. Oh. 2015. Okay. 2015, The Visit. I have not seen that one. I will have to watch that one because for me, just like most people, M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong is real hit and miss. He's either really, really good or just god awful.
2: I think my favorite M. Night movie is uh, Signs. I really, really like Signs.
1: Yeah, dude. Signs was really, really good. Uh, I'm a big fan of Unbreakable. I thought that was really good. Uh, I liked Signs. I liked um, Sixth Sense. I thought that was really good. Uh, I also really liked um, Split, the one with the multiple personalities, mostly because of James McAvoy. (laughs) Not really. I mean, the movie was great. The story was great, but his acting was just how the hell didn't he win the Academy award for that? I don't know. I mean, he was just out of this world on that.
2: Yeah, man, he killed it. They really did just, I don't know. They maybe, cause they didn't want to nominate kind of like a horror movie kind of, it wasn't, I mean, yeah, that's probably what it was. They
1: should not have snubbed him. He was just really something else in that. Just really just loved it. Fantastic. But yeah, I like a lot of his stuff. Um, uh, I I haven't seen the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg with like the the grass or whatever. I haven't seen that one. I've heard about that one. I heard it was pretty shitty. Uh, oh
2: yeah, no that that one was weird, dude. Really weird.
1: Lady in the water. I I maybe I'm just not smart enough to understand that one. That one was really fucking weird to me too. Uh, old. Uh, old was interesting. I just it was I didn't like it. I mean, I understood it. It was kind of out there. I understand what it what they were trying to do with it, but it just I didn't think it was super great. I, I, it wasn't bad. I thought it was just mediocre at best.
2: Okay. Yeah. No. It's definitely hit or miss, man. Some are some are good. Ugh, man, I remember I worked at the movie theater when M Night uh, came out with the uh, the Village.
1: Oh, dude, I liked the village. That shit got snubbed. I liked that. Nobody went and saw that.
2: Yeah, I didn't like it that much. No, but you didn't like it. We oh, were so, I thought it was very unique. We were so excited to go watch it because, like, it was after it's, uh, signs had come out, and we were gonna go watch it. Like, uh, we had a screening, um, you know, for the managers, and we all watched it together, and it was not great.
1: Dude, I thought it was pretty good. Again, probably the bulk of that was just the twist. Because <laughs> that had a fucking crazy-ass twist in it. But uh, the story I it thought was... It did a crazy-ass twist. Yeah, I thought the story was okay, too. Not not incredible, because I guess it's when I... Not to keep talking about another movie that we're not talking about, but uh, when I start thinking about The Village, I'm just like, man, they allowed their children to be like, go blind and like have all these other fucked-up problems just because they want to be away from society that fucking bad. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. With a capital K? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. That's how I spell crazy. All right, Mike. Okay, so what else do you want to add about Knock of the Cabin, or do you want to give me your five out of five review reels?
2: Oh, it's definitely not going to be five out what? of five reels.
1: Are you sure? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Now, so for me, man, it was just kind of a weird... I don't know. It's just kind of a weird story. Maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i so used to the twist, I was disappointed. Maybe it's like built into when I go watch a M. Night Shyamalan movie that it's there's it a twist. And if there's no twist, I'm like, hmm,
1: it was all right. Okay. Well, did you see he got himself in there? Oh, yeah.
2: He always he always sneaks in.
1: He always does. He That's one of his call signs is that he's in his own movies. Just a little bit part typically. Sometimes it's a bigger part. But usually a little bit part. And this one was pretty funny. He was one of the people in the, uh, was it a uh, home shopping network people? I thought that was pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty good.
1: I don't know. I like this movie, man. I thought it was great. I, I don't know if it's, you know, Blu-ray purchase worthy. Uh, I don't think it's going to win any awards. I, I thought it was unique. I thought it was interesting. I had fun with it. Uh, it's strange. It's odd. It's dark. It's messed up. Maybe that's why I liked it. Maybe I like just apocalypse stories because I'm just tired of waiting. I don't know. Oh,
2: yeah. that That's what it is. You're just tired of waiting, man. It's like, um, what was that Denzel Washington one? The apocalypse one? Book of Eli? Yeah. Just like Book of Eli, dude. You're just trying to get your, you're just going to go blind and, and then, you know, you'll be able to hear
1: everything and you'll be good. Dude, I really liked Book of Eli. I thought that was a very good movie, too. We haven't done that one as a Legacy cast. We haven't done a lot in Legacy, but... Oh, shit. We also need to talk about this. We got a request on YouTube, Mike, for a movie. I want to do it because uh, it's nominated for Academy Awards. I don't know when we're going to do it, though, um, because of what comes out this week. I'll just say it. Uh, the movie for next week is Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, Quantumania comes out this week uh you know our ties with the mcu we go and see all of them the week they come out so we have to go see ant-man and the wasp but mike have you watched it it's on netflix now it's not an american movie it is an indian movie it's called rrr have you seen that trailers
2: uh no no i haven't seen. have you heard anything about rrr I I think I saw the nominations and that's it. That's nothing.
1: So someone wants our take on it. He loved our review of, I'm trying to remember what movie it was. Uh, He sided with you big time. He did not side with me, which is fine. Uh, Mike's everyone's favorite anyways, especially my parents. But um, he requested us to do RRR because he wants to hear what we think about it because it is just nonstop crazy ass action from like beginning to end. I'm excited. Ooh. I've watched the trailers on it. Netflix has it. Uh, I don't think we can do it. Obviously, we can't do it next week because Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think we might have to put our best pictures on hiatus and try and watch that because it looks freaking awesome.
2: All right, dude. A nonstop action, dude. That sounds like a lot of fun, dude. Oh, it's
1: crazy. And I I know there's digital in it, but I think a lot of it is practical effects. And that's what they're getting nominations for It's the craziest shit they did.
2: Oh, okay. Did you ever see that movie, The Raid, Matt?
1: No, I still haven't gotten a chance to watch that.
2: Gosh, dude, you need to see that movie. The Raid is awesome. You
1: say how good it is, and then there's The Raid 2, and then the ones past that I heard are not so good, but the, two, the first two are really good.
2: Yeah, The Raid 1 is awesome. Raid 2 is also awesome.
1: Yeah, I need to watch those. But Okay, Mike, well, I'm just going to put it out there since you're going to clearly butcher this film but okay next week ant-man and the wasp quantum mania uh are, are are probably the week after i don't know it's mike's pick so he can pick whatever he wants but uh for this week's movie uh knock at the cabin i'll uh, we'll have to talk to ma Hinshaw and see what she thinks hopefully i can do it but i like i said i enjoyed it i give it four out of five
2: wow dude you did enjoy it
1: yeah it's no four and a half it's no five but it's a four that's a good solid b it's a movie i will watch again definitely
2: all right, so uh, I, I'm going to give my uh, rating, Matt, uh, you know, I, I'm going to give it a three reels out of out of
1: five. It was just... I didn't influence that, did I, Mike? Because if you were going to give it a one or two, you can do it. You're a man. No, 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 no. I don't really give out
2: ones or two that much. Yeah, I mean, you do. But if... Yeah, you do. But but if if we get one... I was just thinking, Matt, what, what was that movie that we watched uh, several years ago that was like a Christmas movie, and they're all like on these towns that drive around, and it was just terrible.
1: Mortal Engines. That's it, dude. Mortal Engines. Yeah. yeah. I I had such high hope for that movie. Both of us fucking obliterated that movie. That movie was shit. Absolutely horrible. Even with the acting and everything, it was just so bad. You remember what you got me for Christmas, though, that year?
2: Uh, did I get you the speaker? No, you
1: got, me, the speaker? you got me the book for Mortal Engines. You said, <laughs> read this. I hope it's better than the movie. <laughs> I haven't read it yet.
2: Yeah, I know you don't read. I do. You don't know how to read. I
1: do read, but I read audibly. And I can't say we're brought to you by Audible because we're fucking not. But yes, I actually am a subscriber to Audible. That's how I read now. I listen to them in the car because I drive so much. Yesterday, I drove, God, probably 150, 200 miles just in and around my area showing houses it was ridiculous i d- i didn't think there was that much inventory man you were just showing houses Did you I, showed, just point at one? I showed five houses and i went from prescott to dewey to prescott valley to prescott to cordis it was fucking crazy i was just all wow. over
2: five houses yeah
1: that's that's, that's a good that's, day that's a good day that's a lot of time in the car so but anyways, all right, Mike. Well, uh, I know you need to go to bed. You're exhausted. Uh, I want to try and get Ma Hinch on here. We'll see how that goes. But uh, next week, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, uh, Knock at the Cabin. I say check it out. It was awesome. All right, all right. I mean,
2: it wasn't terrible, so I'm not. I'm not going to not recommend going to see it. But uh, you know. Um. All right, man. We don't have any giveaways or anything this week, right? No, we
1: do not. Uh, I still have a couple codes left from last week's giveaway, so I'm not going to spoil it or say anything here because we want you to go listen to that episode so you can learn how to enter. But uh, go listen to episode 309 where we chatted about the Fable Mints and for your chance to win a movie to review to not to review a movie to rent you can review it too hell screw it why not start your own podcast but uh, uh a movie to rent on Redbox. there i will just leave it like that
2: all right dude all right all right so uh well i guess with that man i'll wrap it up uh hopefully uh everybody enjoyed the super bowl or whatever if if, if you like the the foosball and uh you know Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make make sure to follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we'll catch you on the next pod. Thanks, everybody.
1: Well, welcome listeners to the first ever Ma movie, movie minutes or minutes with movies. ma I don't know. We're still working on the name. It's me and my mother because there is no more Lisa live and local on Magic ninety nine point one. And we are not going to make this segment long. We are going to try and keep it to five to ten minutes tops, much like with the radio. But I don't know. We will be asking all kinds of fun things, talking to my mom. And I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to make this at the end of the podcast or a separate podcast. I don't know. If you're listening to this and you want to chime in, shoot me an email. Matt at realfilmnerds.com. Oh, shit. That means I'm going to have to create a ma hinshot at realfilmnerds.com. Oh, hell. Great. Alright, well, here, the one, the only She is not a figment of your imagination Is not an old man doing a voice That is not a young man doing a voice This is my real mother Ma, how are you This fine evening?
0: I'm doing my own voice And I'm fine
1: <laughs> I hope you're doing your own voice So, it is Valentine's Day It is the Real Film Nerds podcast Anniversary, fifth year anniversary Our fifth birthday uh, Oh are you shocked to be talking on a podcast that is longer than any of my relationships?
0: Yes, that's scary.
1: <laughs> that's scary. How is that well, but- scary? So so all right, all right. So mom, I know we can sit here and we can talk about all this stuff, but let's ask the listeners most burning question and I know they want to know. All right, you ready for this? Yes. All right. So, mom, what is your biggest disappointment?
0: In me. Oh good grief. Um Is
1: there just too many to choose from? Is it no, because I'm no. is it because I'm fat?
0: No. Uh, you're handsome, you're brilliant.
1: Oh Jesus. Let
0: me think. What I don't like it when you lie, point? Ma.
1: I don't like it when you <laughs> lie. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Okay, so Uh, I put her on the spot there, and that was on purpose. So uh, think about it, Ma. We'll talk about it next week on the thing you're most disappointed in me as an adult human being. All right, well, we will continue on. So this week we talked about Knock at the Cabin is what we went and saw. Mike and I already talked about it. Ma, you saw Knock at the Cabin, but you also saw a movie that you really liked, 80 for Brady. Which one of those two movies would you prefer to go see again?
0: Oh, because I'm old, probably 80 for Brady.
1: (laughs) Now, I know Mike will want to know, and I know Lisa will want to know. I know for a fact in Knock at the Cabin there's no nudity. Was there any nudity in 80 for Brady? Did Tom Brady whip out his, you know, man thing?
0: No, they even went into the locker room and I didn't see any nudity. There wasn't
1: even any butts?
0: I don't think so. Unless no my but. glasses were dirty.
1: <laughs> How are there no buts?
0: I, well, I don't know. There were plenty, though, with them in those tight white pants, which that was okay.
1: Mother of God.
0: <laughs> well.
1: Okay. All right. You know. All right. So are we still doing, are you still doing cookies? Are you doing something else for your rating?
0: Um. Well, I'm just going to stick with cookies, but I have other people who think I should do walkers. (laughs) Well,
1: it's your segment. I'm doing this for you out of the kindness of my heart. Do you really think I want to spend another nine hours editing this to make you sound pretty and good and keep our 11 listeners enthralled? Do you really think (laughs) I want to do that for you? I mean, for me? Hell no. It's all
0: for you. Okay. Okay. Cookies. (laughs)
1: Okay, so we're sticking with cookies. Okay, Mm -hmm. all right. So, Ma, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about Knock at the Cabin. What did you think?
0: I thought it was good. Actually, very good. Uh, I loved the little girl. She was very good, and it was interesting, and... uh, Gosh, it's hard to talk about it without giving away uh, the plot.
1: <laughs> yes, well, that is the typical M. Night Shyamalan ding dong movie. Is mm. difficult to talk about with giving away the plot. Okay, so how many reels? Not damn it. See, look, I got reels. Cookies, you got cookies. cookies, Ma. How many cookies? Are they peppermint cookies? Are they oatmeal cookies? Or they're just cookies? They're peanut butter cookies. <laughs> peanut butter cookies. All right. Ma, how many peanut butter cookies do you give knock at the cabin? Uh I'll
0: give it four.
1: Four. Four peanut butter cookies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, as you heard early in the podcast, Mysterious Mike Talent gave it three. I gave it four. So, Ma, you and I think alike. I really like this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Okay. What? So on to the movie that I did not see, and I really don't care to see, but we still might do it. But I doubt it. I don't want to. You should see it.
0: I don't want to. <laughs> so me. It was good. It was good.
1: Okay, well, tell me about it. Why was it so good?
0: Well, for one thing, I think uh, Sally Fields might have been the youngest of the ladies. And there was one gal that was 91. And they were all still dancing, had great shapes. They were just awesome.
1: <laughs> I was trying to figure out where the hell you were going with talking about their ages. I, I was like, so what does their ages have to do with the movie? I know it's called 80 for Brady, but what about the movie itself? Was the movie fun? Did they did one of them get to make love to Tom Brady? Like what's what happened
0: in the movie? No, they didn't get I'm sure they all would have liked to. But uh, no, it had actually had a very good plot. It showed what it's like to be um, at the Super Bowl. I liked how it showed what the NFL experience is like. And um, there, again, it had plot that I don't want to give away, but I thought it was cool and it was handled well.
1: Are you upset and the girls
0: were all good. They danced. What?
1: Are you upset that you didn't get to go to the Super Bowl this past yeah. Sunday? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I am. I'm sad, but well, it's okay.
1: Mom, I will have a discussion with Dad, and I'll be like, no. Dad, why didn't you buy Mom a $6,000 Super Bowl <laughs> ticket so she could go and watch two teams that she doesn't give two shits about play?
0: No, I'm not going to one unless the Cardinals win one or get there for one. Nope.
1: well, you better live so for hard. a nice long time.
0: I know. <laughs> a real long time actually.
1: So so mom, I, I'm not one to ask how your age is, but 80 for Brady had a special meaning for you, not just because it was a fun movie about older ladies. How old did you turn last year, ma?
0: Let me think I turned 80.
1: <laughs> so, so so you could have been in the movie.
0: I could have, except I can't dance.
1: (laughs) And you don't like Tom Brady.
0: Well, he's okay. Oh,
1: hell, Jesus.
0: He's kind of good looking, actually. He's got a lot of muscles. I like that.
1: So for those of you who do not know, my mom is slowly going blind, too. So clearly, (laughs) she doesn't know what's going on on the screen. (laughs) Oh,
0: I did, too.
1: You know, I'm going to hell for that joke.
0: (laughs) Hey, you could see a lot of, what they had a part where the guys were playing, and it was really nice close-ups of all their buns. It was cool. But they had their, you know, whatever uniforms on.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. Okay, Mom, we're already hitting the long mark, in my opinion, on this. How many cookies do you give 80 for Brady?
0: Ooh, I really liked it. I won't say a five, but I'd say a four on that one too. I'm gonna a four,
1: read. just a straight four mm-hmm. cookies, four mm-hmm. peanut butter cookies. Yep. All right. So next week, you know what we're watching next week, right? Absolutely no. Oh, jeez.
0: It's not Ant-Man, is it?
1: It is Ant-Man. You know, <gasps> oh. we are tied to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have to watch them when they come out. So, oh, yeah. are you excited for Ant-Man and Quantumania?
0: I am. We already have tickets.
1: Yes. Ant Man and Wasp, Quantum Are you going on Thursday night? You're gonna to go to the midnight show?
0: No, we're going Friday because certain people who are taking me have to work Thursday.
1: Who works Thursday? Hmm. Mike. Oh, <laughs> your grandson Michael. Yep. Yeah. He's been on the I don't yeah, he's been on the podcast, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Not he has- not mysterious Mike Talent, another Michael. No. Michael. He goes by Michael, not Mike, even though Ma Hinshaw just called him Mike. He goes by Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Wait, Next we week. We are going to see it. Ant-Man and Quantumania. All right. So write in. Let us know what you thought about our first round of Movie Minutes with Ma Hinshaw or Ma Hinshaw's Movie Minutes. I, Ma, do you have a better <laughs> name? Uh. No, not really. Yeah, Mike said something like Cookies Ma Hinshaw's cookies or something or loses her cookies. That's pretty good. Ma oh, Hinshaw loses her one. cookies. I'm I always lose my cookies. So there we go. That's that's what we're going to call this segment. I need to write this down. Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies Episode number <laughs> 1 Real Film Nerds Podcast Episode number 310 5 year anniversary uh, I don't know what else to say. Uh, if you have a question for Ma Hinsha, go ahead and email me, matt at realfilmners.com. So You can send it through the website, whatever. Don't forget, we still have that giveaway going on if you want to be entered in the contest to get a free movie rental from episode number 309. I'm not going to tell you what it is because I want you to go listen to 309, but don't forget to enter that. So. Signing off. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this first round of Ma Henshaw Loses Her Cookies. Ma, did you have fun? I had fun. Alrighty. Lisa, we miss you. We love you. Thanks, everybody. We'll chat to you next week. Bye! Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film
0: Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.